Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. I asked him recently, I'm like, do you did you ever feel like when we got married that we will be doing all of the things we're doing. He was like, I always knew that you were going to be doing big things. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, how did you know? (laughs) But I can honestly say that um, the support and his words and just his love for me is what gives me the motivation to continue forward with so many of the things. Hey, Rudder Nation, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut, the podcast that shares encouraging stories and practical tools to help pull you out of your rut into a life worth living in the areas of your faith, your family, and your career or business. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan. And on this episode, we are going to be joined by Rachel G. Scott. She is an inspirational speaker, author, and the host of Taking the Leap podcast. Now, I was bringing her on the show to initially talk about what does it take to take your leap of faith? What does that look like? What does it feel like? Why is it worth taking? However, I noticed as we were going into February that she brags about her husband as her knight in shining armor in her bio. So since February is all about healthy marriages, healthy family relationships, I decided to hijack my own show and ask her, What is it that makes her husband her knight in shining armor? So men, take some notes and see what you can do to be your wife's knight in shining armor. We'll still also talk about what it takes to take your leap of faith. However, a good chunk of this episode is really for the men, those who want to be great husbands, those knights in shining armor, and this is Rachel's point of view of why her husband meets those needs. So sit back and relax, bust out that pen, get that notepad ready, and here we go. All right. Hey, Rachel, thanks for calling in. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, we both know each other from the Christian Podcasters Association, and uh, we've got shows that are probably like cousins of each other because we're helping encourage people to live their best life, to um, take those leaps of faith, uh, which, I mean, your show is called Taking the Leap. So I got that right, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you've got the guidebook, The Five Leaps. And uh, then, of course, I'm all about you know knowing who you are and what you want to live for and get out of the rut that you're stuck in. And that oftentimes requires a leap of faith at some point. Yeah. So, yes. Awesome. Now, uh, I was doing a little bit of my homework of you. Like, okay, so who is Rachel G. Scott? And uh, one of the things I discovered, well, a couple of things I discovered, other than you're really awesome, is that uh, you're you're part of a blended family. Uh, if I remember correctly. And um, I lost count of kids though. I know he brought in three. It sounds like you brought two and then you added some together. So how many kids all together uh, did you want? Seven. We have seven. Seven. So he had three, I had two, and then we had two together. Nice. And then some of them are adult and grown already. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So they're in their um, twenties. His three are are in their twenties. Mine are teenagers. And then we have the two younger ones together. Yeah. So, Empty nesting is going to come much later for you. <laughs> yeah, very. Yes, yes. We have, well, you know, we have about eight years to 18, if, you know, they go to college and things like that. So, but it, it's always fun when the older kids come and they hang out with the younger kids and they're always excited to see their siblings. So Aww. we love it. 
Yes, that is something a lot of us don't have is yeah. that kind of depth in the the family. Um, now, one of the things that stood out to me is that in in your bio, as you're describing your family, uh, there's something you said about your husband that he is your knight in shining armor. And since this is a show about uh, helping Christian men in the 30s and 40s uh, really find success in their faith, their family specifically, uh, as well as their fitness, finances, and future success. Uh, what is it that, like, what are the qualities that make your husband that knight in shining armor? And I'm asking oh, for a whole bunch a of my friends question. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I love about my husband that I don't often see is how supportive he is of what God has placed within me um, to be a blessing to the family. So I literally tell people all the things that I do, I mean, from writing to speaking to podcasting, I'm literally just the face. I'm the face of everything. He does all the behind the scenes. He helps me to press through those moments where I'm either discouraged or I feel like, you know, this is way above me, you know, or I don't feel qualified. I mean, he just speaks such words of wisdom. So I, I, I'm trying to think of where to begin. His wisdom, for one thing, has carried me through so many challenges and just really has spoken into my life in so many ways, like when I have a question, I called him the other day, was going through some things and he just paused and he was like, well, let's, let's see what God is saying about this. You know, let's, Mm -hmm. let's see, you know, what, what it is that is really at the core of this. As a woman, I can be a little emotional sometimes and he knows how to balance that out just um, with his words. But then, especially when it comes to the things that I'm doing that he's supporting me in um, being, going around and speaking when you have younger children can be difficult as a mother and the words that he speaks to me and the way that he encourages me and reminds me like, this is not going to make you a not good mom. Actually, what you're doing is you are showing them what it looks like to follow what God has called you to do and to involve them in the process. So he's all, he's like my biggest cheerleader and he truly makes me want to be a better wife. Uh I mean, just by the way he is such an amazing husband. I mean, and no one's perfect, you know. I, I'm not perfect. He's not perfect. Our children aren't perfect. No, no one's perfect. But he is truly just an amazing father and an amazing husband. Yeah. It, it reminds me of a, a post I wrote a long time ago um, on a on a – my original blog was called The Real Jerry Dugan. That's not important. Um, but – it was the Proverbs 31 man. And uh, when I put that out there, a lot of people would correct me. Like, don't you mean the Proverbs 31 woman? I'm like, no, there's a man in there. And yeah. he's mentioned at least three times. And uh, the the things that I point out, the three times he's mentioned in Proverbs 31 in this story of the Proverbs 31 woman uh, is that he's respected at the city gates. So he's somebody the community sees as respectable. Uh, has a good reputation because his character and his reputation precede him for doing good things, trustworthiness, that kind of stuff. Uh, but the other thing is that he's mentioned for having full faith in his wife. And so it's like that trust that she is capable, uh, not just capable of receiving love from him, but capable to like run the house, to run business, to have ideas. And so he has, he has trust in her. And I forget what the third one is because and it doesn't matter because it's that second one I just mentioned that I'm thinking about right yeah. now that he has full faith in his wife. And uh, it's a, it, I think that is important for us as men to, to remember is that, you know, our wives, no matter how frustrated we might feel in the moment, 
One, our wives are not our enemy. Uh, and two, it's very important for us to have full faith in our wives, um, to have the best interest of the whole family at, at heart. And when you have that, I mean, the, the confidence boost, uh, whether you're expecting one or not, is huge. I, I've seen it in my own life, and you're nodding your head, yes? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I agree. And, and I want to go back to that first one. I want to know what the third one is, too, but that first one. That's my husband. I remember when we met. I couldn't go anywhere without someone saying something well about my husband. Mm-hmm. Like even to this day, I, I, I we laugh about it now, and I tell him, "I'm like, you make a friend anywhere you go. I don't care if it's the the person at the gas station; they just love him." And so, what it's made me do is want to continue that legacy and want to continue making sure that the reputation of his name is um is value because I came into him having such a value name. So uh, I wanted to go back to that because I'm like, yep, yeah. that's him too. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Proverbs 31 verse 11 is the first thing, which is her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. So it, the, the trust is the very first thing, not the second. So I was already wrong there. And then let's see, um, oh man, where else did I find it? But it was, it was in there. her husband can trust her. Um, his her husband is well known at the city gates is verse twenty three so that's the second thing, and so what is the third? Um, oh, and her husband praises her. That's in verse yep, twenty eight. <laughs> yes, so that praise part of it, you know, it it's, it doesn't say he ridicules her or he tears right. her down or makes fun of her. He praises her, and uh, and in, in the context, her children stand and bless her, and yeah. that just tells me that he's praising her in front of the children because yeah. that example came from somewhere. Right. So. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's I mean, that's definitely, you know, how my husband is. And I think about I asked him recently, I'm like, do you did you ever feel like when we got married that we would be doing all of the things we're doing? He was like, I always knew that you were going to be doing big things. And I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, how did you (laughs) know? But I can honestly say that um, the support and his words and just his love for me is what gives me the motivation to continue forward with so many other things. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, when it comes to parenting the children, he's got an even hand in there too. It's not like you know, good luck while you handle the kids while you're out there speaking on on your right. tour. Uh, like who's watching the kids when you are speaking? Yeah, my husband. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because I was listening to Priscilla Shire. And I'm trying to think of the way she put it, but basically she said her husband was very, um, oh, what is the word she used? Essentially, like he knows how to run a household. It yeah. wasn't as if he, you know, came in and had no clue how to do those things. So it gave her that freedom because she knew that he knew how to handle things when she was away. And I'm like, that is my husband. He was a single father before we got together. Mm-hmm. And so me coming into the picture, definitely helped a lot but he knows how to do so many things and actually i think they have more fun when i'm (laughs) because (laughs) they're like we get to eat all this stuff you tell us we can't eat we get to you know watch tv and it's it's a totally different thing but um i feel so good when knowing that they're in safe hands like they are gonna they're well taken care of that's always good and you know that season when he was a single dad prepared him for 
yeah. know, the marriage you have now because now he's coming in more mature. He's coming in with somebody who knows he's capable to take care of the kids, which in turn takes care of his wife. Uh, it's like an extension of yeah. like I, I take care of my wife more by taking care of the kids. And it's not like I'm babysitting my kids. They're my kids. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember I used to throw men off when I would say that like, oh, yeah, I'm watching my kids today. And they're like, oh, you're doing the babysitting? I'm like, no. Raising my kids. This is, this is what we right. do. Um, and it, it just blew their mind. And I thought, you know, in biblical times, you know, dad was home <laughs> like every day, especially yeah. if they were farmers. They were farming together. If they were fishermen, at some point, the kids are coming out and fishing with them. Um, you know, if they go on a hunting trip, kids are coming with them. And, and so this idea of like cutting off the day, going to an office, going to a factory, going to a warehouse, and then just being unplugged for eight to 10 hours and then coming home and staying unplugged is a relatively new thing in the history of man. And, mm. um, you know, I, very important for me to like reconnect that. And so when I saw that in your bio, I'm like, oh, this is, this is something I want to bring up. Like, it's not going to be the whole thing we talk about, but I definitely want to bring that up and hear from your perspective, how yeah. your husband is a knight in shining armor for you, because for the rest of us, that's also how we could be a knight in shining armor for our wives. So that's so good. Yeah. So you listening right there in your car, driving on I-35. I hope that helped you out. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, now, your your platform is all about helping people take a leap of faith. Your podcast, Taking the Leap, is showcasing people who took a leap somewhere in their lives, whether it was a leap of truly their faith life or maybe a leap in family or a leap in career. Uh, what is it that inspired you to, to help encourage people by sharing stories of people taking leaps of faith? You know, so prior to the podcast, I had this movement called I Can't Come Down and it was birthed out of Nehemiah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Doing and so work here. that whole, there you go. And so the whole thing was walking in your purpose and assignment will focus. And I would get people rallying like, yeah, yeah, this is amazing. I got to walk in my purpose. I got to walk. And I'm like, but nobody was doing anything. Everyone was talking about it, but no one was doing anything. And so over time, I just really started leaning into like, I'm I'm always about action. I, I don't want to just talk about things. I'm just I'm a doer. I've always been that way. My husband knows if if I say something by the time I've said it, I've probably already done the research and I'm and I'm ready to click the button on it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I am. So I couldn't quite understand like why are people saying they want to do this but they're not doing it. And I was talking to um a client of mine one time and she was wanting to to write a book and she was wanting to make this transact this 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 um, leap, how, it, but she just was afraid because she's like, okay, I'm a full-time nurse. If I do this, what's going to happen? And I'm like, well, I don't think walking away from everything is the only way you can take a leap. So from there, one of the questions I always ask God is show me someone in the Bible who I just leave it there. Like someone, show me someone in the Bible who took a leap. And literally within probably 20 minutes, I had five different people who had taken different types of leaps and they were all being obedient to God. And I just felt like he was like, this is that, that bridge. This, this is the bridge from the later action is them overcoming the fear of taking a leap. And the way they're going to do that is through sharing it through other people's testimony. As they hear other people, they're going to be inspired because there'll either be someone in their industry someone with a similar story and they're going to get to hear how they overcame their fear or their uncertainty to take a leap. So um, I put that podcast out there and um, that was a leap because I didn't want to take a leap. My husband <laughs> told me twice, you should do a podcast. I really think you should do a podcast. It's like, no, I'm not a podcaster. And um, then my friend said, 
you know, Rachel, you need to do a podcast. I'm like, why do you and you, you and my husband are saying the same thing? The answer is no. But eventually I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this podcast, it needs to, I need to do this, this, and this. And all those things, like literally they lined up and worked out. Yeah. No, it's nice. And, and it's funny for like those of us who've actually taken a leap in something in our lives. The hardest part was actually getting to the point where you got to the decision point to make the leap. It's like, yep. Once you made the leap and you, you're on that ride and momentum is building and you look back and it's like, that wasn't the hardest part. <laughs> you're like, what yeah, helped right. me back? You know, that was, <laughs> that was so easy. And um, I, I can think of a few leaps in my own life. You could probably think of a few in yours. Uh, but it's amazing how much that fear of the unknown will hold us back. Um, now, you've got a, a resource out there, uh, The Five Leaps, and it, it's a guide to take that ultimate leap of faith. Uh, what are some of the tips that you can give out of that? And then, of course, where can people go to find The Five Leaps? Because we're already yeah. running out of time. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. So um, The Five Leaps comes from the biblical story that I told you about. And one of the things that I realized is that God prepares us first for the plan that he wants us to execute. And so often, like in business, we learn, okay, plan, 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 then prepare for that plan and then execute it. But I just feel like it's the other way around. We spend years preparing for his plan that he wants us to execute. So that resource is literally outline, helping you outline how has that looked in your life for whatever this next leap is. I also really believe that um, we live a leaping lifestyle. I don't think we take one or two. I think we're always going to be making leaps throughout our life mm -hmm. and understanding the type of leaper that we are it is very helpful so for me i i'm more of a tent maker leap which is based um out of paul and on paul's story and that leap is really when you're often working doing something where you're working full time but you're also building a business building a ministry and when we know that then we don't feel bad when we're working because i know so many people who are like i'm supposed to just quit that is a leap that's a fisherman's leap yeah. there are times where we have to walk completely away but then there are other times where we're juggling both because it may not be time to walk away and you know we don't want to feel bad about that but what has been the type of leaper you've been over your lifetime and that way, when you understand that about yourself, you don't beat yourself up when you're back at that point when it's time to make a decision to take another leap again. So <laughs> That is really neat. I never thought of that there are different types of leaps of faith and different types of, I guess, characters or characteristics when it comes to yeah. taking those leaps. And that's really interesting. So if somebody wanted to learn what kind of uh, leaper they are, leaper? Not different from yes, leper. leaper. <laughs> leaper. Uh, where can they go to get that that resource? Yeah. So they can go to rachelgscott.com or that specific resource is on the five leaps.com. And that's the number five, not written The number out. five. Yeah. Yes. So it's the T-H-E five, the number five leaps.com guys. Um, now, as we're coming to a close, uh, where can folks find you? You just said it, Rachel G. Scott. We got your podcast, uh, Taking the Leap. You got that resource, the five leaps. Um, but any final words of wisdom for those listening in? Yeah. And real quick, I'm on um, Instagram. It's kind of my jam right now. So um, I am Rachel G. Scott, Facebook, same thing. Uh, you know, the biggest thing that I like to tell people is as we learn to make obedience to God a non-negotiable, it becomes easier to take these leaps. So the, the key is learn to make obedience to God a non-negotiable and then go ahead and move forward in the leap he's called you to. 
Awesome. I love that, Rachel. I'm glad we were able to squeeze you in and get this going. Uh, I love the bonus content for the men. So go out and be a shiny knight to your wife uh, or prepare yourself to become that shiny uh, shining knight for the person who will be your wife. And um, Rachel, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Now, I hope you got a lot out of that conversation. It was short. It was sweet to the point, especially for those of us who are husbands and we're looking for ways to be a better husband to our wives. Now, what you could do to get more information is go to the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 343. There you'll find links to Rachel's website, some additional resources about healthy marriages, and some past episodes that I've done on this show about how to have a healthy marriage, what a healthy marriage looks like, and some practical tips and tools to help get you there. Now, the best way you can pay my show back is really to pay it forward. So hit that share button right now and send this episode to your friends, your family, your coworkers, your neighbor across the street, and your social media channels. Now, I'm glad you joined me this week, and I look forward to joining you again next week. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.